Welcome to Modern Musings, Conversations with the Maiden, Mother, and Crone. Looking at ourselves and the world through the lens of the 21st century. Hello and welcome back. I'm your hostess, Kristen Hessler, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Amber Garvin and Cindy Murray. Howdy. If this is your first time joining us, we're glad to have you here. And if you're returning, then welcome back. So today we are having another segment of Goals Girl. And today we're talking about motivation tips and where to find them. (laughs) (laughs) I need to find that. Yep. It's like the Fantastic Beasts. Yes. (laughs) Motivation. They're almost like mythical creatures. Motivation. Motivation. Yes. It's magical. Right. It definitely is magical. And it's a necessary component to getting things done and succeeding. I I really do think. Yeah. You really do have to have motivation and um, be the type of person to take initiative. But how do you get... I mean, motivation is kind of what gets you to take the step to take initiative. Yeah. And uh, we all need a little motivation now and then. Um, Sometimes it's really simple, small little bump in your day, like uh, every day getting up out of bed. Sometimes you just need a little bit of motivation to get up and do that one thing. Or, you know, maybe something that you're kind of tired of doing all the time um, or just a little like swift kick in the butt sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) And then sometimes you need uh, some motivation for a major accomplishment. And so I kind of wanted to talk about the different types of motivation, um, where you get it. Um, And just, you know, to be honest, this is a completely free for all topic. I mean, I don't really have like a whole like research or anything to back up anything. We're just, you know, free talking today. So we'll see where the conversation takes us. And um, I did kind of, I take that back. I have a couple of notes. So I do have um, a question. I wanted to start off with um, what motivates us. So I thought maybe we could each take a moment and just kind of like say what might motivate you in those two kind of categories, the mundane life or like a big project. Definitely due dates motivate me. If it's mm-hmm. something that my work throws at me and is like, this is due tomorrow, then oop, got to do it. You a know, a deadline. People, yeah. Deadlines a lot of definitely well motivate deadlines. me. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I like to have a deadline like this is due this day because if it's like something, oh, just do it whenever, then I'm going to be like, never. Uh, You know, really that in a lot of ways, that's most people, I think, um, which is part of why we talk about smart goals and things like that. Yeah. Having that timeline on them. But yeah. Yeah. But that so do you have anything else that motivates you? Um, Well, okay. So one thing that has that I set like a goal to motivate with my weight loss is like a reward Say if I, yeah, if I lose a certain amount of weight in a certain time, then I will do this for myself. So Mm -hmm. incentives are definitely a good motivation. That's true. That's true. I have, um, I think time, you know, the, the whole schedule, timeline, due dates, whatever, those, those are pretty good, um, motivators for me too. Because I will go through, like for instance, my daily routines, I will go through and look at what is the most critical thing that has to be done today. And that's the one I'm really motivated to work on and get done. Top of the list. Right. And, And unfortunately, a lot of times things that don't have that motivational factor of a timeline or a deadline tend to wind up down at the bottom of the list mm-hmm. and sometimes never get done. Mm-hmm. Um, You're literally talking about your um, Eisenhower matrix. It really is. It really is my Eisenhower matrix. It always I, goes back to everything that. Everything goes back to that. Sorry. Um, but, I, you know, I have – you talked about the weight loss. I, You know, one of the things that uh, motivates me with my weight loss is um, 
I don't want to call it punishment, but negative consequences motivate me. So that's a good one. So not necessarily incentive, but consequence. Consequences. Mm -hmm. Kind of like a deadline. Yes, it it sort of is. But um, like with my with my weight, you know, the, the consequence of not losing my weight is that I have to face living with diabetes that much longer. And so that's a great motivator for me to get that under control. So, um, that, you know, that, like I say, any, any kind of punishment or consequences like that is, is often a good motivator. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it depends on, I think it depends on the personality personality type. type and the goal that you're trying to reach. I mean, obviously that's not going to work for me um I, I can understand that because yeah not yeah. all goals are gonna have dire dire consequences, consequences. so yeah. you know they're so just that, gonna be okay so well, you won't yeah be uh, a i mean star. obviously it's <laughs> it's a the consequence thing is a it and the deadline are motivators for getting the blog done every week because number one if i don't get it i have a timeline it must get done by that time but also if I don't do it, then, oh, we're not going to have a blog on that day. So that's yeah. definitely a motivator. Um, I don't reward myself for getting it done because it's not something that I feel like I need to be rewarded for. It's part of yeah. my regular daily life. So mm-hmm. well, rewards can also rewards can also be negative because I feel like a lot of like I don't know, through all of my weight loss and everything like that, I always rewarded myself as like a weekly as a Friday treat. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, lately, like this school year, since it's been so stressful, I've been thinking in my mind that maybe I need a treat just for making it through the day. And I'm trying to get out of that habit of rewarding myself Mm -hmm. just for that reason and now it's not more of like a a food type treat but I'm thinking in my mind hey if I lose down like this many pounds then I could get like a new outfit or Mm -hmm. a new tattoo yeah I think you have to be careful too when when you're talking about um being motivating yourself with a treat yeah um when it comes to like dieting, for instance, oh, yeah, you yeah. really can't motivate yourself with a food treat because no. then the whole time you're deprivating yourself. Yes. So you're actually punishing yourself for six days of the week and not punishing yourself one day of the week. Your right. mind actually kind of so flips that on you. Right, so it's right, really yeah. not motivation. It's more of punishment. Right. And the, that kind of like went back to my blog about weight loss on uh, – Especially like the whole, uh, we were talking about fear and stuff like that. I wrote about when I did Weight Watchers that the one thing that motivated me to lose weight doing Weight Watchers is that I had to weigh in every week. Right. Like the consequences. That's of, a consequence. Because it would go thing. on my or, little stamp or, thing. Like or, I weighed in. Or yeah. a reward. It's a consequence or a reward because. Yeah. It, you know, you, if you succeeded, then it's a reward. And if you failed, you have a consequence. So for me, I am more motivated by external. So this probably follows under like the consequence and the deadline mm-hmm. criteria. Um, but I feel like I'm more motivated when someone else is holding me accountable, um, to whatever it is that needs to be done. Like, I feel like, oh, I need to do this because so-and-so is counting on me or so-and-so is expecting me. Accountability, or, yeah. You know, like, yeah. at home, I'm a total flop, you know, when it comes to taking care of, like, myself and the things that need to be taken care of. But I feel like on the job, when I'm at work, because so many people depend on me, not just, you know, my coworkers or my boss, but customers, patients, you know, um, I feel like... I'm more motivated because everybody's holding me accountable. There's a, a lot on yeah. the line for me, but I'm a career type 
person. So like I'm, I'm there the for way. the career. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. You do. You have, you know, a couple hundred kids counting on you every day to yeah. be there and do what you're supposed to. And you have deadlines mm. and they all look up to you and expect you to produce. You yeah. Know? To, to so motivation. I, for me, a lot of times what works really good for me, sadly, is guilt. Um, I feel bad or guilty. Um, what, you know, like, what will they think of me if I don't succeed? Mm, yeah. Um, and it's also like, I, I've always been one to be like, well, I don't care what people think of me, but to be honest, like that is ultimately like the most important thing to me. Like my honor is like the most important thing. So I would just hate to be, um, you know, the person that failed at work because that would just bring dishonor to me. Oh yeah. I I have the same thing, you know, like with my clients or whatever, you know, I I don't want to let them down. I don't want to miss a deadline or screw something up because it's the same with teaching, you know, like I have to be prepared. I have to be prepared every day or I will let the kids down because then they're just staring at me like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for um, basically uh, one of the things that uh, kind of correlates with this, a friend had recommended a book to me called The Four Tendencies by Gretchen Rubin. I have not read the book, but she does have a little uh, quiz that you can take. It's a personality-based quiz. Um, She has the four tendencies. How do you tend to be motivated, basically? Um, And this is a really great tool for understanding people and understanding how to motivate people Mm -hmm. and how you are motivated. I saw it as a great potential to use as a leader uh, in my position. I do have to kind of help motivate people to meet their, you know, daily expectations Mm -hmm. at work. So um, really understanding what type of personality types my team is helps me determine how I can help them be motivated because that's a big part of my job is motivating them. I'm a team leader. Um, I'm not just, you know, I'm not a manager there telling people what to do. I'm there to pump them up, you know, to be their cheerleader and, you know, uh, coach them along. So um, she had mentioned this book. Uh, she goes through these four different personality types, and um, it's basically how you can be motivated externally and internally, and uh, we'll definitely link the link for the quiz if you want to check out and see what type of personality type that you are. Mm-hmm. There's four, obviously, and... Um, the one that I believe is the most common was called the obliger, which is me. And basically, I'm obliged. I'm obligated to buy, you You're know. a people pleaser. I, yes, I'm a people pleaser because that's what pleases me. When other people are pleased with me, then I am pleased with myself. So I um, struggle myself with meeting goals that I set for myself. But if someone else were to set a goal for me, I'll do it, Mm, you know, because mm -hmm. I don't want to disappoint them or let them down or make them feel like I can't do something. So I do like to prove to people that I can. So there is the upholder, which is a very rare type of personality. That person meets outer expectations and inner expectations. They have no problem setting a goal for themselves and meeting it. They follow the rules. The obliger meets outer expectations but resists inner expectations. The questioner resists outer expectations but meets inner expectations. So they're more likely to be like, well, what's in it for me? So they're, mm-hmm. they will do uh, a goal or an objective if they feel like it's something that benefits them. So in order to coerce a questioner to meet a special goal, you have to let them know what's in it for them. And they uh-huh. have to go, oh, yeah, that is good for me. So you have to kind of sell it to them, uh-huh. right? And then there's the rebel, and that one is also very rare, and they resist outer expectations and resist inner expectations. So I can imagine those people would also be difficult to 
um, work with because then you wonder, like, why are you here? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know why I'm here. I'm just here, right? (laughs) I don't know and I don't care. Well, um, there were a couple of other uh, motivations that we hadn't mentioned yet because we all seem to be the type that works on incentive and consequence. So um, I thought of these, they may or may not actually be motivations, but I was just kind of thinking out thoughts here. Inspiration. I noticed we hadn't mentioned inspiration, but really seeing something happen for someone else is inspiring is and it motivates great, you to yeah. do it. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And you I didn't even up, think about yeah. mentioning that. And yes. you know, to be honest, I've always struggled with this question and I've made it a goal this year to identify it, but I've never been able to pinpoint who my hero is. You oh, know, yeah. They always uh, ask, who's your hero? Who do you look, look up to? And I could never really think of anyone off the top of my head. And I thought, well, shoot, no wonder I don't have any motivation. I don't even have anyone that inspires me. I'm sure there's lots of people that inspire me. I just don't idolize anybody. You haven't, you haven't acknowledged it to yourself that yeah, they, exp- they exactly, you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that's something with part of my word, which this year is rise. I decided that I would determine and really dig deep and find out who inspires me um, and see if maybe I can help or find, find, find a way to help myself to be motivated by their efforts and their mm-hmm. achievements and um, the things that they do, their passion, which brings me to another one, passion. Just having the passion for something mm-hmm. is a motivation in itself. They kind of go together because you do have to be passionate about something that you want, right? Mm-hmm. In order to even consider doing it, well, right? And that That's goes true. that goes along with something that I was just looking at. Um, and and not to interrupt you, but but it kind of comes mm-hmm. in, it fits with this. Um, that my I use Noom um, to help me lose weight. And one of the things that they've talked about is that motivation is not a constant. It, you have motivation in waves. And so um, you have the hype. The, that's, you know. When you're pumped. When you're pumped. And that's when you're inspired by somebody. And, and you have the honeymoon. That's when you're your motivation is at an all-time high. You get it. You're working on it. You're just like, I'm. this is the passion. Riding the roller coaster. You're, that's the passion. But you also have the plummet, which is when reality sets in and you start to realize that it's a, a little bit harder than you thought it was going to be or, um, you know, the motivation kind of starts to decrease a little bit. And then you have a lapse, and that's where you get, you're just totally not motivated and you're not doing the things you need to do to kind of like a plateau but but down here you're mm-hmm. down here you fell off the wagon the bottom of the canyon. or you you know this is where people get stuck and they start having uh what they call th- thought distortions um because you tell yourself that you're a failure or whatever Whoa, you, and your ego of, comes out and your, starts- yes your ego comes out a lot of people give up at this point and um and so that it's also where you have the greatest ability to learn and to grow and get stronger. So um, it's it's kind of at the rock bottom, but that sometimes you have to hit rock bottom to rise back up. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. um, and then there's also infinity and beyond because these slips and surges, you slip and you surge, you slip and you surge, and and that's what I'm talking about. How the motivation is not necessarily a flat line or a rising line or anything like that. It, it really is this, um, curve that like a roller coaster, it's a wave and it just goes up and down, up and down, up and down. So that's interesting. So you're talking about like the different phases of, um, you know, being in, in the motivation, right? Right. So one of the, the last one that I had here, uh, that I wanted to mention was post success. So oh, yeah, that's when you're like, yeah, I'm pumped. I just, you know, hit a milestone or I just achieved something for the first time. Like that first time that you run a lap, mm-hmm. you know, if you're trying to lose weight and you um, were only walking before, but now you're getting fit enough that you can jog a little. And then you realize, wow, I can jog for like two minutes now. 
you feel pumped after that. You're motivated. My question now is how do you ride the lightning of that feeling to keep it going longer? Because if you just have this little bloop and your motivation and hoorah is gone and you hit rock bottom again Mm -hmm. in that, what did you call that moment where you're flatlining? The laps. The laps. Okay. So if you if you lapse a lot of times, now how do you get out of that? So that was kind of where I wanted to take the conversation today was things that we can do, um, you know, tips for each other and our listeners mm-hmm. to get out of that lapse or how to continue the great feeling that you mm-hmm. have. So mm-hmm. savoring it while you're in it, right, and – um, really just uh, trying to keep it going so that you don't hit that bottom so quickly mm-hmm. and forget. Have multiple goals yes. that you want to meet. So, uh, and smaller and goals. Smaller and smaller goals. goals. Multiple, oh, that's yes. nice. So when you're flatlining in one of them, you can be achieving great things in another one exactly. to keep your spirit yeah. up. You know, and I exactly. think that's why the, the power sheets work too because – like I have multiple goals in my power sheets and they're in different areas of my life because you can't focus on everything all the time. You can't, it's not physically possible, but I can be succeeding really well in something else and, and still look at my power sheets and my tending lists and say, well, I haven't really made much progress on that goal, but it's okay because I'm focusing on this right now. And next week, I can let this, this will be established and I can let it ride for a little bit and go focus on that mm-hmm. and, and really just kind of doing that, but also just accepting the fact that you will have ups and downs. That's a good point. Uh, you know, and when you're down, like, like I said, the, that's your opportunity to, um, really look at what caused the slip. So if you became unmotivated, why you you when you're at that point at that low point you can really look at things and figure out why you became less motivated and then you can strategize on how to avoid that oh yeah because it could actually be something really simple like not getting enough sleep exactly exactly i mean that's a, a huge demotivator for me is not getting enough sleep because I'm tired. And then I'm like, I don't want to work on anything today. I just want to rest. That is so true. Like if I stay up too late on Sunday or exert myself too much on Sunday, then by the time Thursday comes, I'm a wreck. I just want to sit and, and watch Netflix or play my game on my phone. And Thursday is like usually a really good night for me to get some things done because I don't have a lot of other things after work to focus Mm -hmm. on. And if I don't, if I'm too tired, then I won't have any motivation to work on those things. I just want to relax. And I guess for me, that's where I struggle the most because I have this idea in my head that, okay, I have eight goals going this year, like uh, like always, because I do my Cultivate What Matters. And so I have eight separate goals. And I know that she always says you don't have to work on all eight of your goals this month. But in my mind, like I tell myself, oh, if you don't work on the goal, you're not meeting the goal or you're not you know, going to meet your goal. You're not going to succeed if you don't do at least a little something, you know. So like that little voice in my head tells me like, I guess that fear that I'm not going to meet my goal. So I push myself Mm -hmm. and then I don't give myself enough breaks. Right. Because kind of like if you're working out, you have to have rest day. Right. So I guess in motivation, you can't motivate a tired horse. No, you can't. Mm. And and likewise, just because you have a goal doesn't mean you have to meet it all in one day or meet it all at, in one week or one month or one year. Uh, small progress is still progress. So don't become de, um, demotivated because... You're looking at this daunting task and it's too much for you. 
bite it off, you know, in little pieces. That like like the old saying goes, what's the best way to eat an elephant? One, One bite, bite at, at a time. time. <laughs> and so, you know, do small things. And then when you uh, and here's here's another way to go back and look at that. Look at the Dave Ramsey idea of the debt snowball. Mm-hmm. And he always says, put the smallest debt first and knock it out. And why? Because it's motivating. Because once you've paid off that first little debt, then you're motivated to pay off more. You've made a, a tiny little win. And so no matter what your um, task is, you can always break it into these littler tasks. And then you can feel good about yourself because you finished that one little task. And now you're ready to move on to the next task because you have a win under your belt. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, that's an important thing too. So are there other things that you do to motivate yourself? I, I think having a routine helps. Um, I have a regular routine, like a daily routine, a weekly mm-hmm. routine, whatever. And that kind of fits with deadline because it, it really does because these things need to happen. These today. things need to happen. And I go down my list and work on those. And, but also part of my morning routine, and we go back to this with our morning rituals mm-hmm. um, discussion, having that morning motivation, um, you have your miracle morning. Mm-hmm. I have an affirmation um, notebook that I work journal that I work in. And so those positive reinforce, you know, that it's a very positive messages and those things motivate me to do the stuff I need to do. Right. I was actually going to say that I found my cultivate what matters book, um, our tending list. I keep that open and I keep it on my table. You know, I work from home and I have my office and my craft room, um, is all in the same place. I do all my planning. I pay all my bills. Well, not in the same place, but they're in the same room. And so that book sits open on my desk. But there are days where I wake up in the morning and I start my day. And if I don't do my miracle morning where I go and check in on that, if I don't look and see and remind myself every day, like I should know what my eight goals are and what my tending list activities are for the week and for the month and for the day but sometimes when I wake up in the morning it's out of sight out of mind oh yeah and Mm -hmm. I could literally go like three days if I don't look at it and not remember what my daily activity is that I'm supposed to do like if Mm -hmm. I'm making a goal to you know do like a 30 days of um sleeping for eight hours like I literally need to look at that every day and remind myself This This is is what we're focusing on, Kristen. So you need to make this a priority. Find Mm -hmm. a way to work this into your life. I don't know what it is. Like I have to look at it to remind myself because it just out the window. And um, one of the ones that I struggled with, uh, I believe it was in April, I set an activity to do a positive connection with someone every day. It could be some random thing or something planned out. It could be a phone conversation a written letter something uh that I wanted to do and that was my daily activity and I wanted to try and do one for every day if possible but it was one of those things where if I just like woke up and got dressed and got ready for work and then sat down and clocked in I didn't look at my tending list until I got off work and if it was a really hectic day I may have had plans that day to do other stuff you know in my day planner or whatever and when I got off work, I went up, oh, I got to do this. I got to do that. I'm going to go eat dinner and then I'm going to go wash the dishes and then go from there. And then as soon as I was done washing dishes, it was like, OK, I'm going to go sit and watch Netflix. It wasn't that I wasn't motivated. It's almost like I just forgot. Right. right. And so like I need a reminder to remind myself that I'm passionate or motivated about something because I am motivated about making these changes in myself and cultivating these healthy habits Mm -hmm. and things. 
I'm motivated to it. Like I feel like I've dedicated a good portion of my life. I mean, I'm talking to strangers across the world about it right now. I'm motivated. I'm pumped, but I forget. Like I forget my life's purpose every morning. Almost like I have amnesia. I wake up and then if I don't look and see what I'm supposed to do and what I truly believe in, if I don't see it in front of me, then I go into like this automotive mode automotive <laughs> I almost said auto zone I almost said auto zone I I go into this zombie automatic like mode and I just check in and out of life it's not that I'm not motivated it's just that I need like that swift kick in the butt yeah I you just need, need like a reminder I, that that is one of your priorities. Yeah, I, yeah, I get it's that. It's weird. And yeah. I feel like there are other people that do not need that. They wake up every day and they remember exactly what they're here for. And no, I'm, sure they, struggle, like I'm a, sure they struggle. I'm sure they struggle with things and they have inner, uh, you know, arguments with themselves about why am I doing this and is it worth it and stuff like that. Like, I don't have that question. I do I, not ever feel like I have that question. I say, oh, I don't want to do this today because I'm lazy, but it's always something like washing dishes or doing laundry. Oh, yeah. Those are the only things it's I don't want to do. Things. <laughs> like, why do I struggle with that kind of stuff? But I can go and do like other crazy stuff. Um so that's that's really what my struggle is. I feel like I need reminders on my phone, like <laughs> to well, tell you know, me what and, my goals are. And and that <laughs> I is set a motivator those that, on my phone. Yeah, reminders that, on my phone. That yeah. is a motivational technique, you know, to yeah. send yourself positive messages. Subscribe to a daily message, you know, of motivation. Um, so that it pops up on your phone every day right. and reminds you what you're You know, though, at. if it's just some random quote, that doesn't tell me what I need to do specifically no, for me. But but that is a motivator for some people. It just reminds yeah. them that, yeah. you know. Oh, that like some people um, see like a, a Bible verse and that yes. motivates them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and there's like, you know, the daily quote or the whatever, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes those motivate people, but, but also you can do other things that motivate you for your specific life. Um, you know, reminders on your calendar is one of them, you know, so that it pops up on your phone mm-hmm. or on your laptop or whatever. Um, setting that route, setting a routine and making sure that you do that routine every day is you know, a way to just kind of expose you to those things that you, you know, are important. And that, and that's what it is. You just need that reminder that this, that I'm thinking about is more important than that. That's kind of taken my time away. And it's always readily available. And I think that's what it is. Like your phone, the game on your phone is always right Right there there. the tv is always right there the chair i mean you're gonna sit in front of the tv whether you turn it on or not you know sometimes you just sit there to put your shoes on before you leave the house so there are certain places that you go to that almost like are like a black hole yeah that can suck you away from what did we what did we call those a while back not time suck oh attention thiefs or attention stealers yes that's stolen from another book that i hope that we can um touch on another time that's really interesting but 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 those things those things do steal your motivation they don't just steal your time and your attention they steal your motivation and you're right because i think that um the thing with motivation is that you are telling yourself if i do this thing that's not as comfortable there is great results because yes. all of those, the deadline, the incentive, the consequence, all of those are a stopping point. And after that, there's something good that right. happens. So it is something that you pay yourself with a treat, whether True. it's compliments from people or a monetary reward or a physical reward right. or, you know, just thinking great about yourself. Um, once you get that, reward it's that system of a treat right Mm -hmm. but the thing is is that with motivation and and meeting a goal there's effort whereas tv taking a nap 
well, you know, sometimes we need naps, but sometimes we take naps to escape life, which is something I'm guilty of doing sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Me every weekend. Yes, playing, you know, games on my phone. Those things give me immediate satisfaction. So like a drug, you are addicted to Mm -hmm. getting that immediate satisfaction. So you're automatically habitual. You are automatically going to pick up that thing that gives you a quick satisfaction right. versus something that takes a little bit of effort. Your mind automatically goes easy. You know, it oh, makes yeah. that choice for you without you thinking about right. it. We, right. We want the easy thing first, always. Yeah. Right. It's the easy way out. Because that's what your brain does, is it... it the shortest works, path, It too. does. It does. It goes, what is the quickest, easiest way to get yummy, happy yayness? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, I think that's where motivation is finding like what I can trigger my brain to go oh yeah this is really what I want Mm -hmm. and I'm okay with the struggle or the difficulty or whatever it is that the effort to get that other awesome thing that you want so um just a couple of other things that I thought of that uh might motivate people is maybe music sometimes Uh, music pumps people up or Mm -hmm. um gives them like a certain feeling a lot of people like when you're working out especially they like yes certain to have like certain specific like motivation to keep pumping keep walking keep doing it one of my things in one little word uh recently well i actually did it at the first of the year um, was I made a playlist of words that go with of songs that go with my word. So in I case, still need to do that. <laughs> um, my word is now, and so I made a playlist of all these words that have to do with being in the moment and and being fully present. And so and that is a great motivator for me to to remember that you know so that and but people you know people use really you know power power music you know mm, to make them feel self feel empowered mm-hmm. and and things like that those are yeah like a soundtrack moment. in the movie the soundtrack to your life you know it, like yes. whenever something intense is happening and you're going towards your goals then that's when the crescendo is yes, going in the yes. music you know what i actually have some songs on my phone i put them in their own playlist because I didn't know what else to do with them. Like, I really like them, but they're songs that sound sad. Oh, I have a sad <laughs> I song. I have a sad songs playlist. <laughs> I do too. And I try not to listen to those songs. Like, when but, they come on, when I'm in a really good mood, I usually pass through them because they just don't fit. Right. But I but I do sometimes when I'm feeling sorry for myself, I like to put that, that podcast or right. that, that it's like, like a breakup anthem. Like, yes. definitely past breakups, I've had like certain songs that I listened to over on repeat and over and over. That <laughs> reminded me of that person. Uh-huh. And it was like a motivation, maybe even to get over that person. Right, right, right. Um, another thing that I thought of too was motivational speakers and reading um, self-help and motivation books. And that I think that falls and in with that inspiration thing. You're inspired right. by other people. Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of feel like for me, like I like having those on hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll just go on YouTube and go find like a guru that really has some great talks mm-hmm. on um being motivated or living your life to the fullest or living in the now. Like I like listening to those. And then I feel like I come out with a new introspective way of life. Right. Right. Motivational books. I really do love motivational books, uh, especially there are certain authors that I really like, like Elizabeth Gilbert. She, especially cause she does motivational books on writing Oh, and uh, I need Stephen some of that King, in my life. <laughs> he wrote a motivational book on writing. So, oh. um, huh. definitely, I definitely like to read those types of books, and that definitely motivates me That's with right my up writing. Your alley. Yeah. yeah, right. Because it right. pertains to something that you do, also. Yeah. Well, and I, you know, there's a Teaching lot of things. Motivational out. books too. Right, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of of motivational type things out there that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, just listening to other people's stories, people, you know, 
survivors stories. Um, mm-hmm. survi- it, it doesn't matter what they survived. It's just the fact that they came through something, you know, and, and those kind of things are very motivating, you know, weight loss survivors, breast cancer survivors, mm-hmm. um, divorce survivors, abuse survivors. There's so much out there that you can learn from those people even if what you're going through is not the same thing. Because their perseverance. Their perseverance yeah. is what is motivating. It's You just learn so much from them. It, it's uh, Frankel. Uh, yeah. Yes. I mean, it's. We talked about him, I think, in, one in the, of the mental. Last poss- yeah, yeah, in the, the mental health podcast. So, you know, he. Um, he Victor Frankel, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, you know. Holocaust that, survivor. Yes. And that that's very very motivating you know to to hear those stories and to you know it it makes me think um you know maybe maybe my thing is not so bad (laughs) you know or whatever that's that in itself is kind of motivating so ultimately one of the keystones to succeeding in your goals is really knowing what it is that you're passionate about right that's a key driver um Yes, there's going to be things that you have to do because you're obligated by whatever social constructs or personal constructs, Mm -hmm. familial. And then there's like your passion. What are you here for? What do you want to do with your life? Those are going to be your passions, right? Right. And then sometimes they bleed over because your family is your passion. Sometimes, you know doing the laundry and making sure your family has a clean house to live in is what you're passionate about. There is nothing wrong with that. That's absolutely awesome as well. But I'm also just saying like sometimes there's a a line between the two. Um, Knowing what those things are that you want to do with your life. um, Knowing your why. Yes. Knowing your why and being passionate about it and believing it that helps you with your motivation. And if you're not sure why you're doing something, you may not be able to convince yourself to do it, right? That's that's true. And, and yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense. Like, why do something if it means absolutely nothing to you? Um, I think an Eisenhower matrix is a really great way. Like, we always laugh about, oh, it goes back to the Eisenhower matrix. Oh, but every, yeah. you could literally <laughs> use this system and put it's something i need to do and something i want to do goals or things in life right right if you want to be a rock star it's something you want to do if you need to pay off your student loan debt it's something you need to do right there's part of society expects you to do that right so then you put them in you know order of importance or what order they need to be completed in and then Mm -hmm. find out ways for each of those to motivate yourself, is there a deadline? Obviously, for your student loan, you have a deadline. But to be a rock star, there's no deadline. You can do that anytime in your life, right? Mm-hmm. There's incentives. There's consequence. There's your inspirations, your passions, and your many milestone mm-hmm. successes that you can find where to break those up. And you can give yourself ways. You can find out what will motivate you to achieve those goals. So um, it would be interesting to see if anybody else has other things that they find motivates them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, one of the things I wanted to say was my dad has this um, saying about fun. There's type two fun, right? Type one and type two fun. So type one fun is like, yay, you went to like do something fun. Like you went to the fair. It was fun, right? And then there's type two fun where it's something really hard that you did. And then afterwards you're like, wow, that was really fun. Like we go, our family goes canoeing down uh, the Brazos, which is like a a river here in Texas that, uh, you know, the water moves, you know, kind of fast. It's a major river. Yeah. And we go pretty long ways in our canoe, but it's a lot of work. A lot of work. A lot of wind, a lot of paddling. And a lot Mm -hmm. of sun. And you're like, oh my gosh, you know, like, was it like 20 miles? Yeah, we go 20 miles, yeah. So that is what my dad calls type two fun. So, and that's kind of like that post-success, like 
that motivated me after I did that to want to do it again. Yes. Mm -hmm. So find out, you know, is this something that's a type one fun or a type two fun? And just kind of like knowing what it is you're doing and how you can cater and customize your motivation. Right. Well, that goes back to um, something in the the Tolly book, A New Earth. And I can't remember... Y'all forgive me because I, I've read it twice now. I can't remember if we've um, if we've already dis- recorded that in that podcast and discussed it or not. But um, he talks about um, acceptance of things uh-huh. and enjoyment of things. Yes. And enthusiasm. So... And, and he talks about all the things, you know, if you need motivation to do something, you really should look at all the things that you need to do in, in, in this light. Either, either you can do it with acceptance, just accept it and get it, you know, I got to wash the dishes because I'm not going to have any dishes to, to get to eat off, of, you know, or I've got to wash the laundry because I don't have any clean underwear. That's, that's acceptance. You just got to do it. Then there's enjoyment. There's things that you do that you kind of enjoy. You know, maybe you like what you do for a living. Um, you know, it's not always great, but you pretty much enjoy that you serve people or you crunch numbers or, or whatever it is that you do. Those are things you do for enjoyment. And then there are things you do with enthusiasm. These are your passions. And so ask yourself, if, if you're not motivated to do something, Ask yourself if it fits into one of those categories. And if it doesn't, then maybe you should think about why you're doing it. Because maybe you, you know, if you're that unmotivated to do it, then why are you doing it at all? Right. Which I think is, that's a little bit, you know, off of the, the motivation. It's, but you know, why are you trying to motivate yourself to do something that you really don't want to do. And don't need to And do. don't need and to do. It's funny how like we all do that on a daily basis even. Absolutely. Or we go years and we think that we have to do this one thing when really Because we've we always don't. done it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really kind of reminds me of when we talked about our cup being full. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, there are so many things that we're always feeling obligated to say yes to um, or we're volunteering something just because it's like, yeah, that's the right thing to do. I should do that. But we're yeah. already so full and busy and exhausted and tired and overwhelmed. And that, it's hard mm-hmm. just to say no sometimes. Right. But sometimes you do. You have to draw a line and say no this and that's why there's the Eisenhower matrix that bottom square and the bottom right (laughs) is for the things that are not important and And not not urgent urgent. yeah and you know that that matrix is this it really works with the tolly stuff too is this is this something I must do is this something I enjoy doing is this something I am enthusiastic about doing Mm-hmm. Or is this just something that I don't care about? So why am I doing it? And and like I say, it's it it's really not a trick to get you motivated, but it is sort of a way to check your motivation level and determine if you need to be motivated or not. Right, because so, there's no point in squeezing water out of a rock. Right. That's really demotivating. And I'm going to end this conversation with that because I think I just like ruined it with <laughs> squeezing water out of a rock. Yeah. Right. So there's the one demotivating quote of the day. So if you are not reading the blog and you're not checking us out on our uh, modernmusings.net or on our MMC chat on Facebook, you are missing out on part of the conversation Yep, because those blogs have more on this topic oh yes so make sure that you are checking us out there and um next week we are so excited (laughs) because next week is cindy what's next week next week we uh will be our 50th 
podcast. I cannot believe we are already at 50 podcasts. I'm just wow. so amazed that we have done so much and this is just so exciting to me. I never would have thought we were going to be here. So we're going to be celebrating the podcast, the 50th podcast with some looks back at some of our other podcasts and, and, you know, just kind of some updates and some, Mm -hmm. um, more information, you know, just kind of looking back at what we've done and hopefully, um, we'll have some new material to kind of share as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that also means that if there's 50 episodes on the books, then there's probably about 150 or so, give or take, oh, yeah. blogs, blogs, blog yeah. posts. So, so you really so are missing yeah. out if you're not reading the blogs because there are, the, the, the conversation is continued there. Yes. So we do hope that you guys come back next week and also check us out on those websites. Also, we have on our, um, on the day that the podcast is released, on our website, modernmusings.net, any things that we talked about, like the four tendencies, there will be a link where you can see that quiz that I mentioned. Yes. So you can just hop on over there. It's available for you to check out. That comes out every week. Heard it on the podcast. Cindy does a great job of linking all of the linkable things that we discussed. So if she mentioned, you know... Um, I mentioned Noom, so there uh, will be a link yeah, to Noom on there. And Noom. Uh, Elizabeth Gilbert, yes. the motivational writer. Yes. Yep. yep, so make sure that you guys check that out. And I do want to say special thanks to Melanie for recommending the book, The Four Tendencies, and to Ashley for recommending Viktor Frankl to us uh, because both of those were very interesting topics that we have enjoyed discussing today. So thank you, ladies, for for that information. If there's anything that you guys are interested in, if we left anything out, definitely hit us up on MMC chat um, or on modernmusings.net. We want to also say special thanks to Red Door Studios and Creative Audio Tech for our awesome music and recording equipment. And we'd also like to thank our loyal listeners. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give us a good rating and share the feed with your friends. And thank you so much. We'll catch you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.